to another episode. So we're definitely approaching the end of the season two. Um, I thought one of the best ways to talk about just the tips of <laughs> uh, getting ready for the end of the season is just to talk about a little bit more about safety, um, observation, and situational awareness. Okay, so recently I went on a date and the guy is super cute. I know I say that all the fucking time, but this guy was cute. Anyway, so we met on an app, of course, you know, we chatted for a couple days, uh, did a little bit of tiny background research on him, um, mostly using his phone number, right? Once we switched to the dating app, which is still one of my favorite tips for you guys is if you can get from a dating app to get the actual phone number, you can get the area code. Sometimes just put it in like random Google with the phone number, you can get some information. There's some apps out there I've talked about before. But anyway, so this guy, super cute, right? Um, really funny, like immediately, uh, we were in sync with sense of humor. Cause you know, I think I'm hilarious as shit, but sometimes some men don't. And if they do, they don't, understand it over text anyway so through the dating app over text you know we uh, immediately like started laughing and it was awesome and uh you know we exchanged a little bit of information like I know his divorce his kids blah 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 whatever so I shared my story a little bit and we got along really well and unfortunately uh he lives just over two hours from me um in a neighboring state so I was kind of like, you know, this is awesome. Maybe we can, you know, meet halfway, which is always my favorite thing if somebody lives really far. But other than that, it's probably not going to work out. I mean, look, with my work schedule, I work Monday through Friday, nine to seven. I'm pretty fucking tired by the time I'm done at seven. Um, we'll probably never see each other Monday through Friday. I have weekends off. You don't. It's probably not going to work, but we could be friends, right? And he was like, no, 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 no. Like, you're really cute. You're funny. I love your photos, blah, 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 whatever. Um, he was like, let me do this. He was like, let me prove to you that this could work. And I'm like, great, right? So he's like, okay, I know you go to bed early because you wake up early or whatever. I'm usually up by like 530 because of my dog. He's like, okay, let me do this. He was like, I can rearrange some things, you know, making it sound all romantic and dramatic. He was like, I can rearrange some things. He was like, I can be there Thursday. I'll do my best to be there at 930. I'm two hours away. Um, he was like, you know, we'll, we'll get a nice dinner. I had some work shit, you know, that I had talked about that I wanted to celebrate. And he was like, we could celebrate your work shit. Um, we can start to, you know, plan to celebrate your birthday, which is coming up. And I'm like, well, it's a little, little much, but okay, we can definitely celebrate, you know, my work shit. And if you come to me, well, holy shit, of course, I'm going to meet you, right? So we picked one of my favorite uh, bar pubs, like a fucking quarter of a mile from where I live. So for me, it was fucking easy, except... I'm going to be fucking 50, right? So when he's like, yeah, I'll be there at 930. I was like, holy fuck, like, how am I going to make this happen? Right? Because I wake up early because of my dog, right? Um, I'm, I go to work at nine, right? And then I'm done at seven. And this guy really cute guy, by the way, wanted to be at my place practically, you know, bar nearby at 930. So I was like, holy shit, I'm going to need like an old school disco nap or a bunch of energy drinks or something, right? But he was really cute and funny. So I was like, fuck it, I'll do it, right? So sure enough, like, you know, I work, you know, like uh, I'm at work, you know, we're chatting a little bit. He's like, I'll see you soon. Can't wait. And he's like sweet and romantic and funny. And I'm like, this is gonna be awesome, right? 
Okay. So, of course, we're released just after seven. I'm tired as shit. You know, my dog's home. It was a non-daycare day for him. So I get home tired as shit, like worn out. Like my eyes are puffy. Like I just look like shit. You know what I mean? And women know we don't fucking wash our hair every day. And just the way it worked out, this was a non-wash day. So my hair looked particularly gross. But I was like, fuck it. Like I don't have that much time. I need to get home, right? I need to make sure my dog is okay. Decent walk, food, a little bit of play. I need to take a shower, bath, whatever, and then figure out if I'm just going to chug energy drinks or if I'm going to try to get like a little cat nap or disco nap or whatever fuck nap. Okay. So sure enough, I'm tired as shit, right? I walk in the door. I play with Ike, feed Ike, give him like a little bit of a walk. Um, and then I take a shower and I'm just like, God, I want to see him, but I look like shit and I'm puffy. Like I could just feel it, you know? So anyway, so I like, I lay down, I don't really sleep. I just kind of like fucking laying in bed, tossing and turning for like a good 20 minutes, right? Oh, and fuck, I have a brand new weighted blanket, by the way, fucking amazing if you don't have a weighted blanket, but that's a whole nother story if you're even interested. Anyway. So, of course, I set my alarm, and just as I'm dozing off, the fucking alarm goes off, and then I'm like, great, so I need to get up, at least brush my teeth, you know, try to do something with my face, because I'm all puffy and red, and I don't wear that much makeup, so it's kind of harder for me to hide it, because I don't wear that much makeup, and I don't wear that much makeup, because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, right? So, whatever. I don't want to look like a tired clown, right? So, I'm like, great, whatever. Literal, right? So... (laughs) (laughs) anyway so I get up I'm like oh fuck it this is what I look like right so this is my whole thing with just life and dating in any way like the guy's cute he's romantic he's sweet he's driving two hours for me right he made it clear that we're just having dinner like he made it clear he has no expectations he's just gonna drive back and if he can't make it back he's gonna get a hotel sleep in his car he's a former marine he's like I'm fine right so this is the thing with dating, right? I felt like he put in so much effort that I felt like I had to do something that I don't normally do. Like I don't normally fucking go on at 9.30 on a Thursday. Anyway, and I, I didn't look great and that's just life. And I'm just like, fuck it. This is who I am. Like at some point he's going to see me red and puffy and my hair looking like shit anyway, right? So I was like, fuck it. Why not the first day? <laughs> Anyway, so I'm like tired of shit. I smell good, but I don't look great. Like I'm wearing like a cute, like cute leggings with pockets. And I have like my favorite Ugg boots on. And I have this like nice brand new sweater from Target. It's like this mock turtleneck, light blue, really fucking cute. And I had a little scarf that kind of tied it all together. And you know, I'm usually in grunt tees. So I'm like, damn girl, you look good, right? So I'm like all excited because I'm not in a grunt tee. I'm not in flip flops. Granted, I'm in Uggs and leggings, but whatever. For me, that was dressed up. I was like, maybe he won't realize how red and puffy and swollen my face is, but whatever. So, of course, you know, I'm getting dressed thinking, yeah, I look kind of cute with my little scarf. And then uh, he sends a text and he's like, I'm here. And I'm like, great, I'll be there in less than five because fucking quarter of a mile away, right? So <laughs> it's a little chilly, even from my little sweater, but I'm like, fuck it, we're barely going to be outside, right? So I'm like, great, can't wait to see you. So, like, I pull over. Um, he's like standing by his car and he's like leaning and he just looks so cute like my heart like he looks so cute um and he had like of course marine baseball hat whatever anyway so i'm like hi you know how are you whatever so we had like a really really nice hug he's really tall i'm tall so it's really rare when i meet someone who's taller than me but it's such a not to be shallow but it's such a like a nice feeling for a, like a tall female anyway so really really nice hug i'm like oh my god this is awesome whatever i'm so glad you made it whatever so we go inside and he's like this place is cool he was like this is like a place that i would normally hang out in. he was like good job picking a spot and i was like well thank you especially because it's like a fucking quarter mile <laughs> from my house right so then we're like of course we order beer or whatever and then he's just like so um was a quarter of a mile drive worth it and of course me you know because I think it's fucking hilarious. I was like, I don't know yet. 
<laughs> the look on his face was like, bitch, I just drove two hours. Anyway, whatever. So, but it was decent conversation. Um, the only true, well, there's probably a couple awkward moments, but the only real awkward moment initially was um, I wear contacts and I have astigmatism. So my contacts are like these fucking round larger than usual circles, right? And I think because I was tired and I didn't take my contacts out for that little baby nap that I tried getting that I didn't really get, um, my right contact started to roll over. And if you have contacts, holy fuck, that is the most uncomfortable thing ever. Like you try to be cool and smile, but it hurts like a bitch, right? So I'm like fucking with my eye. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really sorry. I was like, I think one of my contacts is starting to roll. And he's like, I have solution in my car. And I'm like, it's okay. I do too in my Jeep. I was like, just give it a minute. You know, uh, it'll be okay. If it's not okay, I'll go out. Like, and I'll go out to my own fucking Jeep and get my own solution. He's like, okay, cool, whatever. So then we're talking. And of course, I'm fucking with my eye. And he keeps, look, he keeps looking at my eye, looking at me. And I'm just like, I know, I'm so sorry. We keep the conversation. We're laughing. Things are awesome. Um, we get, I think, only one or two more beers. I, I, don't, I didn't have more than three. And I had my new favorite, which is Corona Extra with orange slice, but whatever. Anyway, so um, no more than three because we were there for a while. And then I finally was like, I'm so sorry, but I have to like rip this out of my eye. So at the table, which of course, because I'm so classy, sorry, I, uh, sorry, mom, if you're, <laughs> if you're listening, but I like literally ripped my contact out with my eye and I was like, I'm so sorry, um, but my eyes just bother me that much. I was just like, I can't even go to my fucking Jeep right now. So he was just like, kind of like grossed out and he was just like, it's okay but I could tell it was not okay with him so I was like sorry um so then I put my contact back in felt a little bit better um and then you know uh continued our conversations right so we laughed a lot we had a lot of things in common um body language is interesting right and I want to talk about observation and situational awareness but it kind of ties in with him because as I was watching him watching his eyes he looked like he really liked me like you know he touched my hair a couple times touched my sweater because uh, of course I had like orange shit like pulp like on my sweater um <laughs> I'm clumsy as shit anyway and uh, we were laughing and he was like leaning in and you know if you uh, watch couples I felt like he was in vibe and like in a good vibe with me right he was like leaning in touching my hair touching my sweater we were laughing smiling um when I would look away I would catch him looking at me and then of course it occurred to me my contacts fucked up so maybe he's like crazy bitch with a contact red puffy girl whatever right who knows and tired so I probably wasn't as funny as I normally am so I don't know but I, I had like a good feeling about it right anyway so at one point you know towards the the end of my third beer because I'm tired right even with corona fucking extra like three beers I'm fucking tired like it's a lot for me especially on a fucking Thursday which is basically a school night right so anyway so like at one point I get kind of quiet and I'm like I love to people watch right fucking love people watching anyway so I'm watching a couple people at the bar and then he like interrupts my train of thought which is fine right because of course we're on a date and he's like hey so so what are you thinking and I was just like, oh, I was just thinking, because there's some ceramic uh, coasters over there. I was thinking if there's a couple of hardbacks, because this bar is really cool, has like trivia. I was like, if I could find, it's really fucking cool and I suck at trivia, but whatever. But I was just like, if I could find a couple hardbacks with those ceramic coasters over there, you know, little tile coasters, really cute. And so I could find some tape. I could probably make like a body armor. And <laughs> And the look on his face was like, what? And that was like, that's literally what I was thinking. I was thinking about there's ceramic, there's books. I was like, I'm probably not going to find duct tape. But I was like, you know, if there's like an active shooter or some kind of crazy situation in this bar, 
you know, I was like, it could be awesome, you know, and I was like salt and pepper on that, you know, on the table here, certainly over there, could blind somebody in the eye. I was like, the kitchen's over there. I was like, there's not very many windows. There's only one emergency exit. Um, But I was like, I bet you there's two in the kitchen. (laughs) So I don't know why I decided to disclose what the fuck was happening in my head on this first date. I don't know if it was that third Corona with the fucking orange. I don't know. But I was literally just like, this is what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) and the look on his face was sheer horror and he was like okay so (laughs) which is a clue of like not having a second date with you crazy person red puffy girl whatever anyway but the reason I bring this up um and of course shockingly enough we had a great hug at the end but I never really heard from him again shock right anyway um he's really cute and I wish him well if he's listening you're super cute I had a lot of fun appreciated the effort anyway so (laughs) um so the thing about observation right of course so this was a date um it was not successful but I had fun and that's one of the things that I like about dating you have to be yourself right I mean granted I probably shouldn't have been as red and puffy and I probably should have pushed it off into another time or date when I wasn't where I knew I wasn't going to be as tired, but he was putting in the effort. So I wanted to put in the effort. I mean, granted, he drove fucking two hours. I drove, what, two minutes, but um, I wanted to give it a shot, right? And I think that's just part of life and growing and observing, right? So I was thinking about this episode a lot because I want to start to wrap up the season of just the tips, right? And I was thinking about observation and situational awareness. And so observation, right? Um, So I looked up like a couple of like... um, definitions for it on Google, because I fucking love Google, right? And basically, observation is the active acquisition of information, right? So you're normally employing your senses to observe things, right? And if you think about like a medical or scientific form of it, observation is people are watching you, they're studying you, right? So the reason I thought of observation is because when he asked me what the fuck I was thinking, I was just kind of like, well, this is literally what I was thinking, right? I was just observing my environment, um, somewhat situational, you know, awareness. I was like, what if something bad happens? How could I defend myself? How would I get out? Whatever. So I, I was observing like really good like vibes and body language from him, right? But I was wrong as, as far as what I was observing or maybe me just sharing what was really happening in my fucking head was enough of a turnoff for him to be like, forget it, I'm not interested anymore. I don't know. But observation to me is interesting because it goes right into situational awareness, right? So situational awareness is basically just being aware of what is happening around you and to you, right? So it's like where you are, where you're supposed to be, where you need to be, whether there's a kind of or any kind of threat, right? And if there's a threat, like how are you going to escape the threat or how are you going to overpower the threat or whatever, right? So I like to think that um, in this situation, right, I probably shouldn't have disclosed so much, but it made me wonder how other people feel and view situational awareness when they're on dates or when they're just out at work, right? Because most of us are like in comfortable bubbles, right? Like um, I spend a lot of time at home, right? Especially because I'm tired as fuck from work. I spend a good amount of time at work. So of course, I know everything about that fucking, you know, mall and office that I work in, right? Um, And then I know my route, like there's a coffee place that I like on the way, I say coffee, but fucking gas station that I like on the way. Um, that has coffee that I like, Uh, you know, a favorite place where I put in, you know, my gas, whatever. There's a Dunkin' that sometimes I go to when I'm feeling wild and crazy, right? But normally, (laughs) it's a gas station on the way that has coffee I like. Anyway, 
the reason I bring this up is because these are places that I see every fucking day, right? Every morning I go to get the coffee. Sometimes I need gas. Sometimes I don't. Whatever, right? Sometimes I splurge. I go to Dunkin' Donuts. My point is I know my home. I know my neighborhood. I know the traffic patterns, right? I know um, what my office mall parking lot looks like, right? Like I see the same people at the like the, grass, the gas station that has the coffee I love. I see the same people for the most part when I get to work, right? I see pretty much the same people at Dunkin' Donuts. So this is basically one of those good and bad things about observation, right? Because if you're paying attention to your environment and something is suddenly out of the ordinary, your brain is going to pick up on it, which I really like. And this is kind of like how you create like the whole fucking, um, uh, muscle memory, right? So if you're used to like always opening a door and immediately going to the right in a coffee shop, or gas station where they have good fucking coffee, um, then that's one of those things that you're just going to automatically do without thinking. You know, like when you're driving and you're tired of shit and you're like spaced out and you get home safely and you don't know how the fuck you got home. It's that same kind of muscle memory, right? Your brain is used to, there's a stop sign here, right? Your brain's used to, you know, the light is green, so you go, whatever. Same thing. You walk into a fucking gas station, you turn to the right because that's where your coffee is, whatever. So the reason I bring these things up is because if you are already observant of things in your area, uh, in your neighborhood, like same faces, same people, whatever. If there is a threat, those few milliseconds are going to help you out, right? So situational awareness is really just taking from the, that observation, right? So if I walk into my favorite coffee shop gas station, <laughs> right? And I want to go to the right, but I can't go to the right because there's like some new person there or they've rearranged the store or something that's going to snap me out of it. And I'm going to pay attention to my situation a little bit more. So you can, of course, work on situational awareness and that situational awareness is really just like walking into a place, sitting down at a restaurant. Um, some people like to have their back to the door. I don't give a shit where I sit in a restaurant, but I like to know where the fucking exits are. I like to know where the kitchen is. I like to know where the restrooms are. So a lot of times I'll walk into a restaurant, I'll sit down, you know, get my phone, wallet, whatever, all situated. And then I'll be like, I'll be right back. I'll go to the restroom. Now I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I have to fucking pee. <laughs> but a lot of times it's because I like to just explore the area a little bit. Um, and of course, I don't know. We can talk about this later in another episode or maybe my last one coming up for this season. But if so, windows are awesome, right? The, the great escape route, especially if you're in a restaurant public place. A lot of a lot of times a fucking chair will break the glass. and That's enough for you to get out, right? Um, most people can safely jump from, I would say, three feet, uh, three feet, three stories. I probably wouldn't do more than three stories. But at the same time, if you fucking break your ankle, fuck it, you're still alive. But one thing that I always like to mention is if you're in a restaurant, there's an active shoot or something crazy happens, um, fucking scene from Scarface, whatever, or not Scarface, but fucking whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Um, oh my God, what the fuck is that? Godfather. Anyway, so if there's some sort of situation like that, right, you know, where you shoot some of their spaghetti everywhere, anyway, and you need to escape a restaurant, look for like tools and like equipment that could help and aid, right? So like, there's usually always like rolled quarters and like a cash machine, right? So if you get like rolled quarters, put them in a sock, whatever, and you have badass fucking impromptu weapon, right? Um, salt and pepper can help like blind somebody in their eyes and fucking everywhere in a restaurant, right? I like to think of like kitchens as exits because if there's kind of like some sort of disaster, crowds running, they're most likely not going to go to the kitchen. So that's a good thing for you because you can fucking get out, right? Without having to have too many obstacles of other people. Um, anyway, so the reason I bring up observation and situ situational awareness is I always want everybody to be safe, whether you're on a date, you're going to work, whatever. Um, there are all sorts of tricks and, and tools 
tools and trades how to like improve your situational awareness but really it's one of those things that I think you're kind of doing already especially if you're already in a routine with your job and your work right like I kind of already know you know, my route and my people that I'm driving with, I'm like, there's the red car, there's the blue truck, whatever, right? Like you kind of just get used to that. So if you're already doing that and not realizing it, I honestly think if you just start paying attention a little bit more to situational awareness, you're going to be able to fucking save yourself and your friends and your family. So for the most part, guys, this wraps up this episode. I'm sorry, there's a little bit of a delay. um, But I think I have disclosed by now to most of my friends or family, um, I have some shrapnel in my hip that unfortunately has moved and is causing a tremendous amount of fucking pain for a little piece of metal. It's like amazing to me. I want to fucking just rip it out with my bare hands. But of course, I'm going through orthos and my primary care and TRICARE and whatever. So I apologize. I've had a little bit of delay with this one. Um, but I will do my very best to stay on track. I still, my goal is still Monday at 4am. Um, if you guys have any questions, concerns, critiques, whatever the fuck, you know where to find me, please continue to reach out. I definitely enjoy hearing from you guys specifically on social media, um, or any channel. And remember, if you need anything, I am fucking here and that's it for today, guys. And 